What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today is one of my favorite people in this industry, Blake Catherine. Thank you. You guys are my faves, too. Hello, <laughs> I'm Blake. Catherine, and that's it. So, how y'all doing? And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects, plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor... Or working for the man. You can email us, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, artist suggestions, topic ideas. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, MoGraph.com. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of us. If you got yep. a question or if you got a topic idea, something you want to hear on the show, if you have a question about Cinema 4D or After Effects or doesn't matter what it is, we'll try and answer it our best, best we can. Sometimes uh, we can't answer it, so we just find an expert, or we direct you to our Slack channel. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people in our Slack channel. If you haven't heard of it before, check it out. Um, so, short show today. Yeah, short show. Short show. Blake, thanks for uh, joining us last minute. We yes. appreciate it. Oh no, thanks for having me. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. it was so close to our anniversary too. I so. know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so literally, literally. So the last time we had you on the show was September seventeenth. No, August seventeenth. August seventeenth. Oh, so That's literally what I had a day away. Yeah, so it was yeah. literally a day away, <laughs> yeah. which is so awesome because it yes. was a, on Monday last year. Yeah. So yeah. So we'll Starting have to week, right? we'll have to book you the same time next year. Yes. Right. It'll be good. And Absolutely. the years go by so fast at this point. Yeah. I was like, wasn't she just on like three months ago? Yeah. And it was like, no, that was a year ago. That was a year ago. <laughs> Honestly, so. days have just become like eternal. So mm -hmm. it's a fair time estimate. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I, we have kind of a hard out at like two hours approximately. We're going to, uh, we had our guest canceled last second. So we're, we're appreciative of you. Uh, just stepping in at the last second mm -hmm. to do this with us, and uh, I got to tell you, I don't know what we're going to talk about today besides NFTs. Yeah, so gonna it's going to be a very NFT heavy show. So <laughs> yeah. if you don't like NFTs, sorry, GTFO. <laughs> but we <laughs> no, we we are going to talk about some other things. I have kind of a list of of, of a few things that I thought we could talk about first, and. Um, but again, yeah, we'll probably switch over to the drop like within the hour. Or yeah. So, uh, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, we do have some weekly wrap up things that, that we should probably mm -hmm. talk about. And, uh, so I'll just go through this list real quick. Classes. Number one, I just want to do update on classes, Houdini <coughs> and creating the unreal classes. Make sure that you check them out if you haven't heard of them. And if you're interested in a scholarship or this is the important thing. If you know somebody who wants to get into Houdini, who is afraid of Houdini mm -hmm. and wants to stop being afraid of Houdini, send them to the scholarship, um, especially if it's somebody who you know may not be able to afford it or especially, I think, geographical locations. That's the hard thing. That's the hard thing when you're, when you're doing some sort of online class is that it is disproportionate. Like, the price is disproportionate in other countries, and it's mm -hmm. really hard to set that. It, there's no way to be like, okay, well, we're going to give different people different prices based on right. their geolocation. I'm not We've looked into it. smart that's, that's, enough to figure it's that out. It's almost impossible. Yeah. 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 So we're trying to put some opportunities <clears throat> out there. So if you go to MoGraph.com slash scholarship, you can find the info on both courses right now and how you can get that scholarship. Uh, we have a panel of judges that are going to be looking at those just added uh, 
Simon to the list of judges for the Houdini course. Also, I think it's Matthias and Shams who are also judging that. Um, and then you've got, uh, gosh, I can't even remember who's doing the Unreal stuff at the moment. My head's <laughs> too cloudy. Too much to think about. Um, but again, I really wanted to push this. We've been getting submissions to the Unreal one. We haven't gotten a lot of submissions to Houdini. Mm-hmm. I've been pretty bad with promoting this. And so we're going to get more out on social to make sure. But please tell your friends about this. Somebody who would not be able to afford the class who you feel like is like really needs to be able to get into Houdini or, or uh, Unreal. Uh, mm-hmm. Spread the word, please. And also wanted to uh, just update. Uh, we're, we're in the beta testing. All those beta testers out there working on the new RTX course, uh, please try and get through it as fast as you can. I unfortunately don't think we're going to get it released before Matt and I leave out for out of town next week. Mm-hmm. But um, Is we that next week? So close. Oh. It's next week. <laughs> yeah. We're out of town all next week. Uh, I get my puppy at the end of next week. Ah! Oh, man. <laughs> You're in for it again, man. I know. I know. Yeah. Here, I'll show you a picture. You can yeah. Yes. You can't talk about a puppy and not show a photo, I know. so. <laughs> I know. Can you can you put it in the you should put it in the Skype so that I can Okay, I'll it put up. it in the Skype. Yes. Uh, puppy content. Meantime, <laughs> we got that RTX course. We got Caitlin's Procreate course, which is so good. I cannot wait for everybody to see it. It is going to it's it's so amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so amazing. Uh even if you already do Procreate like Oh my gosh, you're gonna love it! So uh, also, oh sweet! Also, uh, new tutorial out. Uh, let me open this up real quick. How can I? Uh, I guess I'll just save this. Yeah, it's so cute. So for those who are unaware, um, sadly, Pixel, our puppy, oh, yeah. who we had a couple, of, uh, who we've had for the past few years, she passed away a couple months ago, which is really sad. Mm. And so, you know, my wife, we've all been taking it hard. And so uh, we've been looking to get another puppy. Not to replace Pixel in our hearts at all. No. And I kept recommending that you call the new puppy the Pixel 2. Right. The Pixel 2. We we were going to, I like, uh, I got a bunch of good suggestions. Like one of them was Voxel. I thought that one was really good. I thought that one was really good. Um, but uh, my wife is naming him, and so she's naming him George Bailey <laughs> after George uh, Bailey. It's a Wonderful Life. So, Aww, yeah, sweet little bit. I don't understand. Like, software is weird sometimes. I mean, I, I can always just do gatekeeping this, the puppy. You know? There yeah. we go. Yeah. Look no, at that I need blurry, to fix it for the drop beautiful dog. It's, it's very blurry. Is it a little sometimes doodle just, mix? What? Is it a doodle mix? It it is yeah it's uh, nice so it's uh both parents are golden doodles so oh, nice. I don't know what that makes it it just makes it a golden doodle puppy or second generation I don't know yeah so second gen it's very curly which is yeah. fun and it's a mini one so it won't get too big you know yeah I've seen some giant poodle mixes yeah. and it's Our, like the energy is insane she was, yeah she was pretty big so. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't understand software. Like, like, <laughs> so it it shows my screen every week, and then just every once in a while, it decides, oh, I'm going to show that screen instead. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't understand screens. When you have multiple screens, I swear Windows just like every time it every time you do anything with a screen, it's different. But it looks like I have it. Okay, good. We've got it. We've got it. So now I should be able to bring it up, and you should see it. Here we go. Everybody can see a good picture. There mm. we go. The pup. The pup. Oh, yeah. sweet baby. Go George yeah. Bailey. 
George Bailey. <laughs> so proper. Right. George Bailey Millstone. <laughs> I told I told my wife, she's like, she's like, are you saying like we can only get one puppy? I said, you know what? At this point, I don't care. Get as many puppies as you want. Like, oh. uh, I'll just train them all. You know, that's fine because I'm at home. No, no, not at the same time. Like, yeah, you get one trained and then you get another one. But I said, uh, I said, because I've, I, for, for the longest time, I have wanted a capybara. Do you guys know what capybaras are? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The chillest of nature. So cute, right? They're giant. Yeah, they are. (laughs) So they're like cow sized rats. Right? Exactly. (laughs) So, I want a capybara. I said, okay, you can get as many puppies as you want, but for every third puppy, I get a capybara. <laughs> so she's like, okay, so I can get two dogs. <laughs> That's a good way to, to limit in a very yep. diplomatic fashion. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, other things on the week wrap up, we got, uh, I got a new tutorial out on yeah, TFD. Yeah, you do. If you want to learn about the basics of TFD, check it out. It's, um, it's basically like the way that I view TFD and some of the settings because there are some settings where it's just like I kind of know what it does but I don't know how to explain it mm-hmm. in my head so this is how my brain looks at this thing but if you've never really like even tried to mess with TFD before this is like spend an hour do these settings and you'll mm-hmm. understand the basics of just like hopping into it and then I yeah. do a whole breakdown on the second half on how I created something. It's not a step-by-step, like, do this setting and do this setting and Mm -hmm. do this setting all the way through in the breakdown, but it just shows how I did that little uh, spaceship thing. Mm -hmm. Um, First tutorial that I put out in a long time, so I'm pretty pretty stoked to have actually accomplished that. Is this the first one on the MoGraph brand? No, no, no you've, done, you've done. Yeah. You've I've done, done some, one on the MoGraph so. brand. Well, technically so I, three yeah. because it was one thing broken up right. into three parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, and and Mark Fancher has done one too. Yeah. But um, yeah. I'm hoping we can start rolling more of those out now. Yeah, totally. And uh, let's see. Next on the agenda, oh, there's a, an article. If you got the newsletter, you saw mm-hmm. there's a Stranger Things breakdown uh, news article on the site. Um, let's see. I also wanted to update, uh, not update, but just, um, to just mention that dr- the prices of drives are pretty good right now. Oh yeah. Um, I got an 18 terabyte enterprise level drive for $400 the other That's day. Insane. It's a Seagate and, uh, set it up. It's, it's a Dropbox type situation where like you don't need redundancy. You just need size. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I got two of those and rated them together. <laughs> as raid zero raid. so oh is it raid zero is that what it is yeah it's no literally raid That's zero funny. so 36 terabytes on a on one drive on basically one drive is and guess what terabytes. that won't Spheres. even hold our full dropbox it won't <laughs> we're at 40 terabytes we're at 40 dropbox, terabytes so. we keep on oh getting notifications God. we've added another terabyte I have to literally clean up space off three of my hard drives and you guys are giving me anxiety <laughs> <laughs> that's funny there's never mm. enough room. There's never enough drive space, no matter nope. what you do. Nope. It's amazing. So, uh, Matt, let's talk about camp. Pull your let's, camp stuff up. Let's, I got camp up. I am, I am ready right. to go. Okay. Let's do it. So, first off, everyone read your emails. <laughs> go into... Thomas, uh, like, it's Exos. I, what? <laughs> I was telling Thomas in the chat. It's Exos, by the way. Oh, okay. The drive. Keep going. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, read your emails. Like, 
We've even had people who are, you know, staff at camp who I'm like, hey, did you read that email? And they're like, oh, I just saw it came in, but you told me the gist of it. So I deleted it. And it's like, no, no, everyone, please read your email. <laughs> there is like a Jeremy so, probably thinks you're talking about him, but you're not even I'm talking about him. I'm not just talking about Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about Nick as well. <laughs> <laughs> you even asked me you were like did you fill out your info so we know that so that we yeah we know that it's in the system i'm like i built the database i'll just put my name in there <laughs> yeah but fine so anyway um i've noticed that uh some for anyone who's listening who are either like going to camp or you're on the wait list, maybe even make sure that you safe send a, a setup info at campmograph.com as a safe sender. That way you're making sure to get the emails and then also read them because we've had like <laughs> I realized the other day that uh, my info at Camp MoGraph was going to my spam account, you know, and almost mm-hmm. all of our people. Anytime I sent out like a, a blind CC with a bunch of people, it was just going to spam, which sucked. So just make mm-hmm. sure you, you know, you, you check that out. <clears throat> the big reason behind it is because we just updated our COVID protocols you know, Delta's crazy in the South, and uh, it's getting even crazier everywhere. So, you know, we we don't want to... I don't want to have to cancel this event again, you know? Yeah. So, we, right. we made the... It was a tough decision, but ultimately, we all feel it was the right decision. You know, we've mm-hmm. only pissed off a couple of people, and that's fine, you know? Um the so the what, local it, there's a lot of local guidelines we got to follow right and, and i gotta yeah. say if it changes in the next month we got to follow that too yeah mm-hmm. so, absolutely so we got to stay updated on this <clears throat> so um uh we changed our covid protocols basically in order to come to camp you need to make sure that you have either uh, uh proof of vaccination or you need to have a negative covid test uh no more than three days before the event so mm-hmm, you would need right. to get that test. What day would that be? You would need to get it three days before the event. The because they say three to five days to get Two, your test three. results back. So most of the time, those tests come back. If it's Walgreens or CVS, they come back within 24 hours. Yeah. Even if they're the long test, and cannot um, be a rapid test. Not the rapid test. We're not, we're not allowing rapid test. You know, it needs to be like the, 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 the long test, the good test, you know. Uh, right. Because I've seen too many, you know, variations between yep. the rapid tests. Um, so mm-hmm. that would be Monday the 6th. You would need to have a COVID test if you're planning on coming. A negative COVID test. Um, so, yeah, or or you can you can either send us your vaccination card through email, um, info at Camp MoGraph, or you could just bring it to camp and show us. Uh, but Or a passport. A passport or the passport. Yeah, the passports work as well. Yeah. So... Uh, please, please, please uh, make sure uh, you're reading the emails. Pass the information around because we need everyone to know. On the email, um, there is a a basically a thing that says, I acknowledge that I read this <laughs> because we won't let people in who aren't either aren't able to show one of those two things you know and we we just want to make sure that everybody is aware because if you show up without it that's gonna suck yeah Yeah. and the thing is like we gotta you've traveled all the way there and then we've got to turn you away and be like listen you need to go get a covid test you know not one of the rapid ones so hopefully it comes back quickly 
you know right. so you'd have to go find yeah. a cvs and blah 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 and it's just a giant pain so mm-hmm. please just pass the information along you know i think i think this this is this is the best way to do it you know in my opinion because mm-hmm. then people who are immunocompromised or something and can't or can't get the vaccine you know we don't want right. them to feel left out so you know a simple covid test protects all of us you know absolutely right. combined all and julie's I, coming know. and she's pregnant so yep. please like we gotta yeah. we gotta watch out for people like that and yeah. mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's the best way and and having an option if you're not vaccinated is great it's yep. just go go to cvs in the corner and take a test it takes five yep. minutes yep you guys are so, being more flexible than LA and New York City. You gotta be yeah. <laughs> you gotta be fully vaxxed at this point. <laughs> yeah. You've gotta be fully vaxxed to get into California at all right now. We Do just you? got a thing we're I didn't going know to LA that. next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said you have to show proof of vaccination or you have to quarantine before you go into California. Honestly, with how bad Delta is uh, in South California at least, it's good for them. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Yeah. So I mean we just like from from the very beginning of Camp Mograph, you know. Like we have been all about safety, you know, we want to make sure that no one is put into any sort of danger where, you know, they could get in trouble. And we want to look out for every single artist because we care about all of them, you know, and unborn babies. (laughs) Yeah. And unborn babies. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So, you know, this is just uh, uh, unfortunately, this is what we have to implement. And it's it's fine. You know, I and I appreciate all the positive responses we've gotten because like it has been overwhelmingly positive. So, and I think, you know, this is the future of events until COVID's over, you know, or at least dwindled quite a bit because Dash Bash just announced the exact same COVID restrictions and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And uh, uh, what is it? Who's the people? Is it Clear Channel? Clear Channel, who owns all the things, who's been doing all these concerts Mm. and stuff? They're implementing Mm, the exact same thing. So Live Nation, I think. But yeah, Live Nation, that's what it is. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Live Nation. So, you know, yeah. and then there's, uh, uh, I, I just, I hope NAB implements the same thing, you know? Well, they already, yeah. I think, switched back to masks the other day in, in Yeah, Vegas I mean, it's, it's just a matter of time. So. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. And like where we are, there are regulations. Where Dash Bash is, there aren't, I don't think there were any regulations. No. So good, good no, for No, they just for, restarted for the mask mandate indoors uh, literally last week in Oregon. Mm-hmm. So... You know, yeah. while people are indoors, either doing a workshop or uh, uh, grabbing food, you know, it'll it'll you'll need to be wearing a mask. But we've set up. I think the camp has set up like basically an outdoor yeah. eating area to where we can all just hang out and eat out there. You know, awesome. Blah, blah, blah. We're gonna be so outside a lot. We will be yeah. outside so, a lot. The, the so we can yeah yeah the biggest bummer right now at uh, about camp. And we're going to figure out something, you know, oh, is that yeah. uh, currently Oregon has a burn ban because the weather's been so hot, you know, and I I'm know. really hoping that changes in the next few weeks. But right now yeah. we can't light campfires, which sucks, you know, but yeah. we may, uh, uh, who knows? I, I talked about getting one of those old Halloween cauldrons, you know, uh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so everyone just stands around the old Halloween cauldron. <laughs> The thing so, is, it great. might not be that cold anyway, so it might be, yeah. you know. That's fair. Average temperatures around like 50, the mid 50s at night, you know, so it'll be a mm-hmm. lot, it'll be a lot warmer than, uh, uh, you know, 
Burlington, Vermont, or North. Well, it's been a lot warmer there lately too. So I'm wondering if it's gonna be above average. So you know, we might be in shorts. So yeah. Um, another thing that I'm not sure if we've mentioned before, but there will also be a color-coded bracelet system about yes. your level of distancing Yes, for everybody to recognize if you want to just go in for the hug yep. or if you can fist bump or stay away from me completely. Yeah. <laughs> so no it'll, be a, it'll be a red, yellow, green uh, thing. You know, I'll be wearing my green when I'm vaxxed. I'm, I'm feeling pretty safe about stuff. So yeah, same. I'll, anyone feel free to give me a hug, you know. <laughs> Uh, uh, I won't instigate the hug, but know that you can hug me. <laughs> so I'm um, super excited about like all the swag that we got. We just uh, sent the t-shirts off to the printers and stuff like that. They're going to look so cool. Um, uh, and we sent off the uh, the hoodies. You know, we got zip up hoodies and like pullover hoodies and stuff like that. We have, if, for those who didn't order a hoodie, we did order a couple extra. So we may have your size if you're looking to pick mm-hmm. up a hoodie while you're there so um yes. what else is that it other than the sponsors that's pretty much it there that's are so many moving parts to this there thing are. people don't even realize it's there's multiple companies involved mm-hmm. in the background there's lots of different people there's so mm-hmm. much logistics like it's it's insane <clears throat> and uh there's a lot to do in the first place, let alone when a pandemic is going on. Yes. So we're trying so hard to accommodate everyone, to make everybody happy, to make everyone feel comfortable, to make yeah. everybody get informed on what they need to do. So uh, help us out. And please spread the word. If you know people that are going yes. to camp, just mention it to them. Hey, yeah. you, you heard about the COVID thing, right? You know you're going to mm-hmm. get a test or you're vaccinated or you're bringing your card, right? Yeah. Just remind people so that we, we there's no chance of anyone showing up and not being prepared yeah that would suck yeah, yeah. we don't want to have to turn anyone away because you know uh, yeah it would suck it would suck a lot. <laughs> it would really suck. it would really suck you know yes. sponsors so, sponsors yes uh huge shout out to our sponsors we're do we're doing so many great things at this camp that i'm so excited for y'all to see you know all the swag and a few things that we've got planned and other people that we've brought in and stuff lots of surprises so it's going to be a lot of fun and we couldn't have done it without the sponsors you know uh uh they also help keep the cost of ticket prices down you know for a three-day event all inclusive like it's it's a good price, I think, and it's all because of the sponsors that we've got. So big shout out to them. Uh, uh, we've as our village sponsors, we've got Maxon, Otoy, and Video Copilot. You will be staying in one of the one of the their villages, which will be fun. And I just realized <laughs> the Otoy village is the Hobbit houses, which is fitting because their headquarters like are, are, are in New Zealand. Isn't that funny? Oh, there That's you go. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's funny. So yeah, um, next up, we've got uh, our gold sponsors, Minimal Massive, Grayscale Gorilla, and DeFacto Sound. Super excited to have them on board. And then as our bronze sponsors, A Scripts and School of Motion. So huge shout out to all of our sponsors. We're so excited to have them on board. Um, uh, Make sure and give them a shout if you're going to camp and say thank you for helping keep my ticket price low. And thanks for all the cool Mm -hmm. swag and stuff. It's going to be great. Camp is going to be great. I'm so excited. Um, for those, so um, 
for those on the wait list, um, we have sent out a couple emails because we did have a couple people drop out. So we've got a few spaces left in the yurts. So make sure that info at Camp Mograph is on right. your safe sender list because yeah. if it's not um, and you don't get that email, then you know, like we go to the next person on the list. We go to the next person, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I normally yeah. I normally give like twenty four hours. You know, and it's like if you haven't bought it in 24 hours, then sorry, we got to go on to the next person. So make sure, make sure you're uh, you're you're setting that up on the safe uh, safe sender list or whatever. So that's Camograph. Woo! I'm Dallas Taylor, the creative director of DeFacto Sound. Work with us. We're a sound design studio that makes animation, games, trailers, ads, and all kinds of things sound amazing. Which is why you should. But that's not exactly why I'm here. You see, we also produce a podcast called 20,000 Hertz, which is all about the world's most recognizable and interesting sounds. Right here in your podcast player, go take a moment to subscribe to 20,000 Hertz, which is all spelled out without any numbers. Once you're finished with this episode, go check it out. And to check out our sound design work, follow DeFacto Sound on Instagram or visit DeFactoSound.com. So that you can work with us. So... Before we get into any NFT discussion, let's do some catch-up. Yeah. Besides NFTs. Have you been doing freelance on top of your NFT stuff? Yeah, yeah. I took a break uh, for personal and for commercial pretty much in, I think, like, between mid-June to mid-July. And then, like, I was like, oh, I'll work again. And then everything happened at once. So (laughs) I'm juggling, like, a mix of five or six multi-deliverable projects right now. Some are personal and some are not. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's all work I'm super stoked about, so that's great. But yeah, I'm working with a musician right now. I'm working on a charity thing. And then I'm working on... God, I don't even know what. An editorial piece, a social piece, and then also another collection. So, Good lord. Yeah. I sleep, so that's good. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. It's from that lack of caffeine. My personal trainer has been really. Yeah, my personal trainer like has been really disappointed in how much I only go to the gym for him right now, and I'm like, I can't go in between. (laughs) I have no time. I'm sorry. That's funny. Oh yeah, he he's very much like a parent that you're disappointing, and it's like, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) How many times do you do that? Every uh, week, uh, twice a week. So okay, and then okay. ideally, I want to do two days without him, just because four days a week is great for the heart, the body, all that mm-hmm. jazz. But mm-hmm. right now, literally, like outside of getting up to cook here and there, I'm at the desk because yeah, it's just busy season. And then I'll have a chill September, can't mow graph, all that fun stuff. Yeah. But yeah, not there yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like trying to keep my diet up right now because i know (laughs) once we hit camp it's just gonna be all out but we are gonna be able to get up like in the morning and do little runs or jogs or walks or or Mm -hmm. things Uh, actually we've got so uh the friday we've got uh uh clinton jones is doing a early morning yoga class which is cool he's a certified yoga instructor so he's going to be doing a yoga a yoga class at 7 30 and then um either matthias or ej i'm not sure who it's going to be we haven't talked to either both of them at the same time but (laughs) one of them will be doing like an evening jog you know oh that'd be nice so like and then we're switching it the next day so the next day it's like a morning jog and then an evening yoga uh yoga class so it'll be it'll be a lot of fun it'll be oh that's great Yeah. yeah that's cool just a reminder, make sure that you bring your 
shareable craft beer of choice for EJ's little yes. presentation thing. We still got to get his license taken care yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And we need to make sure that there's a way for us to lock it up. So one of the stipulations with camp and alcohol and stuff was that we would only be having licensed people uh, uh, serve it. So mm, you know, yeah. Yeah. when you bring it, you got to pass it off to whoever. No right. stash in your beer. Smuggle. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like it's like heavyweights, you know, fat yeah. camp with all the with all. The, I'll the buy one of those, um, like those push-up bras that are just alcohol in them. Right. And yeah, <laughs> that'll that be how funny. I jog every morning. It'll be great. Yeah, <laughs> the little hose, like it with like yeah. those uh, hiking backpacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so anyway, uh, back to Blake. Yeah. Um, yeah, back to booze bras. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my my question was, are a lot of these freelance jobs coming from NFTs in particular? That's a or good from question. Your Instagram yeah. following. Where are these people coming from? They're hiring you right now. Yeah, mostly. Uh, you know, in the past year, especially, a lot of it's become more word of mouth than through social usually, and I think it's just because I've been in the freelance game so long now that it's I've collaborated with different labels or this or that and people just chat and if you're not an asshole usually they'll recommend you (laughs) um so I have one reoccurring client right now which is super pleasant because love that person and then um the others is still mostly all managed through H plus. Uh, so one of the charity things I'm working on, it's a one-on-one, um, it's going to be an NFT. So it is through that market, but it's actually to go to charity. So it'll be, it's like a very sweet, wholesome thing because it's like, yay, we're giving back. Um, so it's, it's a mix. Some of it's in because of the boom of the space in the last year and how digital art is now more esteemed. Mm-hmm. But then a lot of it is just random and kind of business as usual. And it is interesting to try to figure out also how to you really just can't price things, you know, in the same way you used to do like a day rate or an hourly rate or a flat rate doesn't translate to some of these markets. And so it's been a learning curve and it's just step by step. Gosh, that is a that is a good topic there. First of all, that is a good piece of advice uh, that you said at the beginning there. Uh, don't be an asshole. Yeah, don't be an asshole. And, uh, it's super easy. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that is like something we were kind of talking about back at the beginning of NFTs because the industry is changing and things. Like mm-hmm. it's it's very difficult to price things. Um, do you kind of think of it as kind of a value thing? Like this is worth this much it's kind of something barton talks about sometimes it's mm-hmm. like instead of just going through line by line this will take two days and yeah. here's my day rate saying this is this is how much i'm willing to do this thing for is that mm-hmm. what you're doing yeah yeah so i mean when it's business as usual stuff like so again not the online market of wildness um then <laughs> with that it's kind of usually people at this point will have a budget in mind and it's like what will i do for that budget or we'll mm-hmm. negotiate and we'll scale up or scale down because not it's not always black and white so that's a pretty common way to go about it with talks on pricing and i do everything flat rate nowadays because with what i do especially with making sure it's like very specific use cases and not like free for all licensing it just makes sense to do mm-hmm. flat rates and scale depending on where it's going to live but Mm -hmm. um with the nft stuff it's more like a fine art relationship so it's like kind of like if a gallery sells your work it's really common for them in the traditional market to say i'm taking 40 to 60 percent so in Mm -hmm. this it's a bit different because like for the one i'm doing right now or i did one with the marilyn monroe estate not long ago too it was like 10% agency fee which is my agency that brought in the work so that's fair Mm -hmm. and then i think it's like 
20 to 30% split between whether it's the estate or the platform fees or whatever, because also these platforms have fees. Mm -hmm. So I end up getting about 60% in a traditional case when it comes to these things. Mm -hmm. For the charity one, I have to double look, but I will be compensated a percentage, which is great because Mm -hmm. it is charity, but it's also work. And then they're foregoing their profits to go to the cause. So it's really just kind of more easy to compare to like a gallery versus a client relationship Mm -hmm. is everything that you're doing through an agent like through it no um so commercial wise i prefer it i love the project management i like that i don't have to chase accounting or invoices Mm -hmm. like for me it's worth that because of it but uh when it comes to my personal uh collections or things that i independently sell that's all 100 percent like myself and mm-hmm. then usually now, because I've scaled up a bit, I pay the person who scores it. I pay TJ if I need animation help, like outside right. of what my own skill set is. So it, it's pretty much like if it's personal, it's me. If it's not personal, it's through my agent. That's cool. What would you say is a, a good time for a designer? Let's say a designer's maybe intermediate, kind of getting out there, starting to get popular. What would you say is a good point to say, okay, I need to implement an an agent like is there a point yeah. or should or can you just decide whenever or, or do you think it's worth it to wait till you're to a certain point in like followers popularity you know uh demand for mm-hmm. your services yeah so i mean there's several ways to go about it for me it was a point where i was entertaining the idea but it's also a lot like dating like you don't want to sign on to an agent or an agency until you know like we get along and i like Mm -hmm. your vibes because we're going to talk a lot and it's going to be a personal relationship like you don't want to feel sus or weird about the people that you're going to work with but for me it was super obvious when one day i realized i was emailing more than i was working and that for me was just like it took less than a week of me seeing that habit to me to reach back out to the agent i really liked which was (laughs) hannah from h plus creative and to be like hi i'm ready (laughs) like i know we had lunch like six months ago i'm ready now um and it was also a thing where everyone has their own fees make sure you're comfortable with that etc but um yeah also some people sign on earlier if they're accepted because again like an agent isn't going to just say yes to every artist that comes to their door um some people do it because like hey i need help getting my work out to art directors or creative directors but i do Mm -hmm. have you know some legit portfolio behind me so like i could still be of use to you even if maybe i'm not killing it in the commercial space as of yet so you don't have to necessarily be a rock star you don't have to you probably are not going to be brand new to the scene, but anywhere in that middle ground where you're like, either I am no longer having time to do the actual work or I am struggling to really get to that next career step. And I think mm-hmm. that you could really benefit from it. Where would, where should people start on their search if they're looking like besides just going straight to cold calling Google? Yeah. Is there a better Google's resource? Awful. Yeah. You know, no, like, I was even looking. I mean, I'm still even looking to find a good, like, uh, Asian locate, like, continent of Asia agent, because that's really hard, especially with the vast language barriers. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. um, it's really find artists that are repped and just find that contact info. So, like, I found out about H+, I think at the time it was through Shauna X or Kidmograph was on their roster. um, Mm -hmm. And that's how I found out about them. And I found out about... um, 
a UK agency, Nerd Productions, through Skiva and Bill Ellis, and they work with them. And so everything that I look into or have communications with, it's because I like an artist, I see that that artist is doing well, which means that agent is probably doing well for them. Mm -hmm. And that is my version of a Glassdoor review or a Yelp review to then have the conversation with someone. Mm. That's cool. Generally, is there kind of a standard percentage that most of these places take? Like if if somebody was starting out and they were kind of looking at these and they're like... (laughs) Okay, this this place right here, uh, you know, they want X percent, but this one wants X percent. Is there kind of a a, a general percentage? Um, if, if yes, you, to, you know, there are definitely some that, uh, and usually when I say this, it's like I've seen it when it's like a super corporate agency where it's not that personable, so it almost is like a Fiverr agency, even though it's not. Because <laughs> there are some that will highway rob you. Uh, what I see as being normal is fifteen to maximum 25 Mm percent so 15 to 25 um like with my agent if it's new business and she brings it in it's 25 if it's old business or i brought in the client then we negotiate between 15 and 25 depending on the workload that's needed because Mm -hmm. sometimes i really need intense project management and then that higher fee makes absolute sense too Mm -hmm. so it's usually an open conversation but it's 15 to 25 i think is healthy okay when it comes to doing things like revision rounds and and that, do you going through an agency like is that negotiated more often? Because with mm-hmm. us, it's like you get three rounds. That's yeah. it, ninety nine percent of the time. Are is do you find that it varies as far as like how many revisions you do? Do they negotiate like? more or less revision rounds for price oh absolutely and they fight for higher prices than i'm usually comfortable fighting for as well because i interest another reason that i'm really enjoy being repped is i can be a pushover i can very easily be like talked to like sign on to something even Mm -hmm. if i'm only like 90 percent comfortable or 80 percent comfortable with it And so what I love is like there was a big, big agency project last year I did that was like very generous. And the original budget was talked up several, several figures. And it was Mm -hmm. because of licensing and use case and then like making sure that licensing expired in 12 months and then they have to buy it again. And luckily they did. So that was another awesome fee a year later of like refresh the artwork and get the same paycheck, which is sick. So it, it is a very healthy thing. And then when they go, if a client goes over revision rounds, how at least me and my agency work with it is then we charge them. And it's like, cool, yeah. you're charged. And there's yeah. no way you're getting out of this because it was contracted. So Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess they kind of filter out the people that are wanting you to do stuff for exposure dollars as well. <laughs> So. Yeah. Oh, my God. Exposure <laughs> doll. I can't believe people still send those emails to anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, whether you're a student, yeah. whether you're starting out or a professional, they don't even discriminate. It's just like, yeah. I can help you with my paid for 100,000 followers and my engagement of right. 100 likes. And it's like, sure, you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, people, um, I can offer you some exposure. I've got like 100 <laughs> followers. Yeah. And this thing's going to blow up once it gets on YouTube. Guarantee. Yeah, on, I'm people. just undiscovered. What? You don't want to do it? The next Fine. Jake. I'll just learn C4D myself and I'll do it. <laughs> I was yeah. doing you a favor by asking, first yeah. of all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I guess you don't want exposure to 100 people. Oh, my God. I had someone the other day who misgendered me in a DM. And then on top of that, I was like, don't ignore my DM because you're helping me. And this is the beginning of the future for myself. And I was like, you didn't even get my gender right. Like, why am I going to answer your DM? (laughs) It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, It gives good laughs, though. I like I like EJ's comment randomly Cold in car the chat. Fiber. <laughs> That's about octane benching. Do you even octane bench, bro? Every fucking That's morning. That's good. <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask you about your 360 stuff. I think on yeah. TikTok or something, I saw your TikTok of like you had a TikTok where you're like, I designed these spaces, and you were showing different ones. I think. Mm-hmm. Why don't and, I follow you um, on TikTok? Why Why am I not following you on I TikTok? I asked myself the same thing the other day. I'm like, well, our not- friendship is one sided. Wow. No, just sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I apparently only follow uh, 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 <laughs> Disney adults and um, Disney people adults? with ADD. You know, oh, that's that's you apparently that all that I get. <laughs> I don't even think you follow MoGraph. I think I do. I do now. Yes, I do. Oh, you I do? do? Yes. Because I tried to send you something on there the other day, and I couldn't even find you on my list. So we gotta we gotta connect on that. Yeah. Um. So uh, the the VR stuff. Have you been doing a- any more VR like the three sixty type stuff? Because I after we talked last time, I kind of like uh, I got the the new quest. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, nice. last year yeah and so i was like oh what are these new apps and things and try this out and like i got on youtube and i just started looking at 360 stuff on on youtube and your stuff came up and um oh, it was awesome. kind of fun <laughs> just to like chill just relax you know vibe and, and vibe <laughs> in these scenes have you been doing more of those or are you too busy right now right now i'm too busy but i've been really wanting to because honestly they're just really fun to make and they feel more rewarding than Mm -hmm. because it's not like like those don't perform very well engagement wise like my youtube is very indie and tiny but i just get such a joy out of creating them and then kind of like you said just kind of vegging out to it here and there like a like Mm -hmm. a morning meditation kind of vibe Mm -hmm. but uh i'm hoping to pick it back up in september october when work is slower just because they're really fun and it's been like i think eight months since i made one it's been a while have you been I have you been streaming it. lately? I know you were also you were been doing about like a, eight a months or six months or whatever. Yeah, really. I just yeah. don't have time at the moment. And when I do, it's like I don't feel like it's healthy for me to still be at the computer when I do have time. And so it's yeah. like, let me yeah, just get back sense. to where my work life balance is normal because I praise not hustling. And this is like a super accidental project overlap where I'm like a hypocrite mm-hmm. to my own words right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but it is a thing where it's like, I'm so ready to just kind of veg out, make some personal work, dive into mm-hmm. more ZBrush and unreal and just enjoy. Get a couple more workouts in. So your trainer doesn't get mad. at Oh you. my God. Literally lately. He's like, all right, it's time to weigh in. And I'm like, no, it's not. No, like, not. we're not doing that right now. <laughs> we can yeah, do that when I like, learn how to move again. <laughs> yeah, vacation and all that came up, and then I had my neck injury, and I was laid up in bed, and I was very, oh. very scared to weigh myself. But it's just a in rude, the uh, the reverse idea. of that. Yeah. Uh, I was sick during the entire time I was in Disney World for two weeks, and I lost twelve pounds. It was Good awesome. For you. yeah. You're the only person to leave, leave Disney World losing <laughs> I know, weight, right? right. <laughs> 
It's because oh I, I don't know if I got like, so I was fighting a upper respiratory infection for two Ooh. weeks before that. And then the heat and the exhaustion of walking like four miles a day just made it 10 times worse. And then I, I think I got food poisoning or something oh. like one of the first or second days that I was there because I was just nauseous the entire time. Couldn't eat anything. We had like thousands of dollars of meals, like, you know, booked and stuff. And it's like, no, no, can't eat anything. Can't eat anything. Did you guys see on the pricing thing? Did you guys see how expensive that Star Wars park is going to be? Yeah. For four people, it's $6,000 for two days. It's so expensive. It's so expensive. I like was like, okay, maybe like 80 to 60% of that cost would make sense. But then I was like, nope, they went extra. They went premium. The thing is, like, you can get a, you can get a cruise, a Disney cruise for that price, but it's like seven days. Yeah. You know? And and like, the thing is, the good thing that they do have going for them is that the food is included at the, the, the hotel. You know, mm-hmm. that is but it's true. like, but your drink, your, your alcohol's not, your drinks aren't, you know, no. Just, all those random merchandise things that, you know, you're going to yeah. get stuck buying are not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Like you Does can it, get a four person pass to Camp Mograf for way cheaper than that. <laughs> Plug intended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did, did you still get green poop? Uh, Dis- uh the Disney yeah, well, poop? you know, when Have I you ever talked about this. Oh, before? okay. So, so <laughs> funny story. Oh God! Disney <laughs> Disney food, and I figured this out once I had my gallbladder removed. You know, so um, uh, if you're on a low fat diet, you'll find that you you have like highly fluorescent green poop, right? From it's eating not just you either. It's not just me. It's everyone. Everyone, right? Yeah. So Disney, a lot of their food is actually very low in fat. You know, and so your body, because you're working so hard, you're, you know, walking everywhere and eating this low fat (laughs) food, you know, your body is producing, your liver is producing a lot of extra like, you know, stuff to dissolve the fat. But if there's no fat anyway, it turns your poop green. And so we went, we went on a family trip for like, you know, the whole extended family and all of us were too afraid to mention to the other person that our poop was turning green. So I mentioned it to my wife. I'm like, man, my poop is really green. Is there something wrong with me? She goes, oh my gosh, half the family too, because we're all too afraid to talk about it. <laughs> That's like that Portlandia sketch where it's like, you, you just ate beets. It's like everyone right? thinks they're dying and it's just, no, you ate beets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. That's straight up it. It was so funny. So funny. He oh called it God. a case of the Grogu's. The Grogu's. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> that was really good. That was really good. Oh, I need to bring up my new. I, I bought a. Uh, I bought a uh, Tower of Terror like bell uh, that is specifically Disney Tower of Terror. I need to bring oh, it up. Nice. Yeah. I never knew that you were such an intense Disney human. I mean, I. Oh yeah. I went for the very first time for uh, uh, mine and my wife's honeymoon. You know, and uh-huh. so we we've been back almost every year since. You know, Aww, that's like, cute. Yeah. And uh, this this time, you know, we we sold the Beeple artwork, and you know, we celebrated with a two week trip to Disney World. You nice, know? And thanks, Winkleman. Thanks. thanks, Winkleman. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> on the uh, they give you the pins, you know, and they're like, "Are you celebrating anything?" I need to go get my pin. I'll show you. But it says, "I'm celebrating selling my Beeple." <laughs> selling my Beeple. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so that's I great. love that. <laughs> yeah. So it's um, pretty funny. 
Uh, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> crap. I was going to ask you something. I just completely lost it. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Oh, no, anyway. I know what I was going to say. Our, our business, we actually named in sort of a way oh, yeah. after something Disney related, even though okay, we never really. So Dave, Dave went through, to but... Disney World with his family back when we were working like at a studio together, when we were mm-hmm. trying to come up with a name for our company, right? And so he came back from Disney World and he's like, Disney is like the Nexus. In, uh, in, Star in Star Trek, like Star Trek yeah. Generations, you know, where the Nexus comes and like, it's like heaven. It's like a perfect place, right? <laughs> you don't <laughs> want to leave. You don't want to leave. So you only know? vacation, you kind of don't want to go home at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, uh, after two weeks, you will. Absolutely. You will be ready to go oh, okay. home. Honestly. So, um, <laughs> that's the cutoff. But uh, he was like, we should call it Nexus Motion. And it's like, okay, that's it. You know? And the, the um, premise was we were going to take a little bit yeah. of all of our monthly funds that we get from projects and mm-hmm. save it and go on a vacation to Disney World yeah. every year. It we never happened, even once. No, I haven't done it. But, oh, well. you know, the Nexus, is, I do enjoy that it's a Star Trek reference. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Yep. I love it. Yep. So I don't know how we got sidetracked on Green Poo, but yeah. um, my next question on the list, I was going to ask you, of course, before we get to NFT stuff, trying to trying to hold off on the NFT. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing a great job. It. We're at 48 minutes great. already, you know? Yeah, we're yeah. good. I, yeah. I think in about six minutes, we're going to switch over. Uh, Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes, and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. So the last question I had here anyway uh, that's not NFT related is about your your setup because um, mm. you know you mentioned render farms and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a lot of projects going on. What is your setup like right now as far as computers and things? Well, it's fixing to be brand new in a couple of weeks. I wish it was right now, but uh, I have one 3090 that came in um, and then another one is on its way. I just went ahead and went through StockX because after getting a Craigslist scam, I was like, no, I'm over this. Um, yeah. And then oh, and sucks. TJ also has a 3090, which so we link the computers. We'll have three 3090s to render sh- soon, which will be great. Because in the meantime, I've kind of been just doing between Pixel Plow for Redshift or Octane Render Farm for Octane because it's mm-hmm. just the 1080s are finally at that point where they're just not cutting it for the amount of complexity yeah, yeah. my work has gotten to yeah. over the time. And so, and not to mention like no ray tracing, this and that for other things. And 
Yeah, I have an RTX, i7 yeah. processor, but I'm going to update that to probably a Ryzen whatever. I'm terrible at speaking mm-hmm. about processors. <laughs> and then 128 gigabytes of RAM cool. and five hard drives, but three are very, very full. So yeah. I, need to, I need to fix my hard drive situation a itty bit. But uh, yeah, so it's fixing to be great. But right now it's like very much just sending everything into the render cloud because and also summer in L.A. It's just so hot. So So to not just generate more and more heat. I flipped a couple circuits just by rendering in-house. Y'all don't have AC there, do you? Do you have AC? I mean, you can see above my head there's like an AC unit, but oh, yeah. there's AC in every room in my apartment except the office. And oh, so no. I am like a sweat box every day in this office. Jeez. <laughs> I got this little window unit right here, and it's like I did a lot of research. I can freeze it out. It'll be 105 outside this window, but it'll be 60 in here. And I'm like, yeah. yes. That's impressive. I'm wearing a cards. hoodie right now because it's 70 degrees in my I, office. I hate you all. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> working hot is the worst. It's yeah. literally the worst. Like working when you're you're hot and uncomfortable and sweating is just mm-hmm. so so yeah. so tough. I drank like no joke like a gallon of water a couple days ago just in a few hours because I was like I just need fluids constantly in my body because I cannot handle the heat that my setup is emitting. Mm-hmm. What is your biggest wall that you're hitting when it comes to render? Is it like a geometry or texture, like VRAM issue? It's a lot of textures. It's just time. It's not like my computer will crash. Like if I had infinite time or if I could, I don't know, go into DBZ in their little time chamber and freeze it, then I would totally (laughs) like be able to render from home. But I mean, unfortunately, I decided to be really addicted to metallics and subsurface scattering, and both are really <laughs> rude about time commitments. Yeah. Um, That's true. But lately, it's been not too shabby. I mean, honestly, especially with uh, optimizing settings from just, you know, working long enough and using the same materials and knowing what samples I need, like, I don't go that crazy out of pocket usually to just ship it out into the world mm-hmm. but again it just it also depends on size or this or that if i'm doing a 4k thing then obviously yeah. it's a pricey yeah. oh, little gosh. penny yeah yeah gosh 4k we, renders it's we, just exponential we worked so on a project rude. for like three or four months straight and you know we have how many how many we each have three computers you know in our offices filled to the brim with 3090s and i still found like it was just sometimes better to send it off to a farm oh yeah you know, yeah, if, yeah. We use render whenever the farm would work for us. You know, for that particular project, like it was, it was just so much easier to just keep working. You know, yeah. And that's like so, right now. Yeah. Even if I did have my new setup, um, I would still have to do it because I'm just juggling so many projects that it's like, okay, I'm not going to sleep every time I click render. Like I right. need to just ship it out and keep working. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah, for sure. And some of the stuff that we were doing was so complex that it's like really hard to send it off to a render farm because like the plugins have to work, or you mm-hmm. have to be able to like package it as an Orbix and uh-huh. in a, in the right way for it to work, and you got to be on the right version. There's all these things. When it when when we were able to ship it out, it was great. And um, I was doing the the tutorial at the end of the tutorial. I'm talking about how long it took me to render some of the the smoke and, mm-hmm. and and rocket stuff and it was 
15 seconds of frame. And I was like, well, that's pretty good, 15 seconds of frame. However, it is a thousand by a thousand, number one. Yeah. And, and B, I was rendering, rendering on 63090s. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Bragging about my 63090s. <laughs> yeah. But I said, even if you have one 3090 or if you got 28 or something RTX, render time wise, I feel like if you stick within one to two minutes, like, I feel like one to two minutes on a on a per frame is a good sweet spot yeah. to be in yeah. for anything. Can, wouldn't you say zero to two minutes? Yeah, instant would be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, of course, of course. I feel like it's always about it's always at least a minute. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I feel like I'm always aiming for one because a it's it's going to be fast. Usually, my stuff that I render is maybe only a couple seconds, and and b it's easy to calculate. Yeah, <laughs> because you're like oh, okay, sixty seconds, and you know it's how just easy because it's yeah. one. You just multiply it by by one, and then you get your how many minutes it's going to take. So, yeah. Um, so, do we have anything else that we want to talk about non NFT before we talk about NFTs? Um, I mean, I am definitely accepting donations of more AC units. So if anyone <laughs> has one that they want to pay to ship to me, I am open and accepting. And that's go. about it from me. <laughs> I can give you a good recommendation on this LG Winbush. right here. Winbush it's got said, Wi-Fi. what's rendering? Am I right? <laughs> right? That flex. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's true. Well, uh, should we move yeah, over, let's to hop the over to the drop? The drop. Is this the fucking mic? This is exactly what I should be doing. Hey, what's up and welcome to the drop. I don't have my notes up, so I don't know what I'm doing. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's try this again. Boom. What's up and welcome to this week's episode of The Drop, your weekly source for all things NFT and crypto art, as well as upcoming drops by notable people in the MoGraph industry. I'm Matt Milstead. Joining me, as always, is Dave Koss. We're super excited to have Blake Catherine here, the super, super talented Blake Catherine, one of my favorite, if not my favorite, NFT artist of all time. Oh, you too kind. Thank you, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's Um, a fun week as a whole. There's like a lot of awesome bays dropping this week. We got uh, S. Nakia, we got Sam Madu, uh, myself, and then in the non-bay department, we got Ness Graphics, who is super sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah, totally. It's going to be a good week. It's going to be a good week. Um, Let me see. We've got... uh, Dave, we've got the list. Did, did I not I, do the list correctly? No, no, no. You're fine. No, you're fine. It's just that my things are not syncing correctly. I'm not technical problems today. You can keep going. Boy. Keep talking. Keep talking. Um, yeah, I yeah. Don't have my list. Uh, Nifty, Nifty, Nifty's been doing things well. I think lately. You know, yeah. Limiting things to like one drop per day or something. I really like that, and mm-hmm. it's not like been a crazy overload of. Uh, I don't know, like, uh, 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 what's the word? Uh, like co- collaborations with like musicians and stuff like that. I found a whole lot yeah. of those over the past few weeks. You know, it's like let's throw three collaborations with music musicians and artists per day. You know, but I think they've they've kind of listened. You know, which is good. Yeah, I think they really pivoted uh, to just realizing also how much like, hey, it's not just primary sales; it's also secondary markets and longevity mm-hmm. of a piece and making sure. Yeah. This isn't just CBS receipts of art in the future where they're never ending like garbage. And so it is nice to see that priority shift that kind of happened in the past month or so. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I wonder, I, I don't know. Yeah, it has been nice to see that. Um, you're, you're not only, uh, you're not only doing stuff on Nifty. You're also doing no. on. Are you, uh, 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 are you on Super Rare and Maker's Place mm-hmm. as well? Yeah, I've I did a exhibit recently with Vellum LA, which is going to be a digital art um, gallery really soon on Melrose and Fairfax in LA. I think it opens officially in September. Uh, but they awesome. were at the LA Art Show, and that was in partnership with Super Rare, which was really cool. Just because it was, mm-hmm. I think they were one of two of uh, crypto related slash NFT related art. Uh, installments at the whole fair so because obviously mm-hmm. it's a ton of art that week and um it was really great because they had an ambassador basically zach from super Rare came and he was educating people that were collecting art being like oh like this is how this is tangible and also like still absolutely uh like worth purchasing and like this is mm-hmm. like the idea that goes behind it and translating it to kind of like layman's terms for people who are otherwise just familiar with quite literal physical art right. to purchase and right. so it was a really cool event to just see the worlds kind of coming together which was great and that then um cool. also really love uh i can never pronounce it i just call it hen but the thing with tezos uh that's kind of like a, <laughs> like a it's almost like a tumblr page i feel <laughs> like yep. yeah we are, you guys know what uh, i'm yeah. talking about yeah, i know, I know what you're talking about that. yeah no one knows how to pronounce it but nope. sure <laughs> <laughs> but I love them, too, because they're super green, which is great. Mm-hmm. So if you yeah, have right. that kind of like moral yeah. thing hanging over your head about the energy use of current ETH, then you could go that route and be like, yeah. cool, like polar bears are safe. Yay. Because, you know, individual <laughs> choices clearly matter. But um, and yeah. then lastly, not corporate America at all. No, you know, no, not they right. doing their stuff. But it's no, all no, us because no. we're using straws. Yeah. Listen, Bezos, give me <laughs> give me more straws. I'll, I'll do my part. But uh, <laughs> Musk to fly me to space. I'll be fine. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, no. So that's a great alternative too. Uh, if for folks that are seeking the greener route, and there's just really amazing affordable art on there. Like I find yeah. them to be one of the more yeah. affordable ones to get a really sexy collection and not break the bank. Because I, I have noticed that them. as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there are. There's a lot of really, really good artists who are on there, and I think a lot of it. it yeah, I don't know if it started out this way, but it, 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 you know, it was because of the environmental aspect of it. It was, you know, yeah. and I think people really enjoy like being able to just, you know, like there's rareable, for example, you know, rareable. You can set your price to really, really low, yeah. but still, there's the forty dollar, you know, gas fee that comes along with buying something like that. You know, even though you're paying a small price, but oh, with hiyuk yeah. or whatever it's called, you know, <laughs> <laughs> being we can able call to buy it. Hen. it. That's easier. Just right. call it hen. <laughs> being able yeah. to buy it for like rel- relatively inexpensive and like having, you know, basically zero gas fee is it's it's pretty cool. You know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. like, I don't know if you guys were following the madness. I think it was last week. Days are blending together. Uh, but fuck renders, <laughs> fuck crystals. Yeah. I think the gas on that mm-hmm. was like hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. Like, I think yeah, the gas man. was possibly more expensive than the actual art, which is yeah. I literally waited and just got it off secondary because I was like, yeah, I can mm-hmm. just pay a chiller gas fee. And now, of course, I'm out of profit. So it doesn't matter anyways. Yeah. Those but, things jumped up in profit real quick. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So like, it was so funny. A couple weeks ago during the drop, you know, I had I had one of the pieces that uh, uh, he did with Zed, 
you know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had had it on sale for a long time. Normally, what I do with a lot of the pieces that I'll buy is I'll take, you know, I'll, I'll s- try and sell it for double what I paid for it, you know? Right. Or at least with some of your pieces, you know, I bought two of them, one of them to sell to basically cover the cost of the other one, and then <laughs> one I get to collect one. myself, you know? Yeah. I love that so, strategy. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know... Um, uh, I had done that a bunch, but like, I was, I was surprised to see that because I hadn't heard anything about and it, 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 it sold and I was like, whoa, that's, that's very surprising. And then I come to find mm-hmm. out if I had just, you know, priced it four times higher, <laughs> I would have made, cause that price, it, yeah. it's crazy to me that like, you know, and, uh, sorry, I'm jumping all over the place, no, you know, <laughs> but it's like, it's interesting to see like the different things that some of the artists are doing in order to increase one, increase the sales of some of their pieces and yep. then also add more value to their other pieces. Like the fuck crystals, for example, is a very cool thing because he's like, okay, you, what was it? Burn two of his pieces. Yeah. And then- it was open editions that happened during the like February, March madness where everyone and their mother was buying NFTs, even if it was a bad decision on a price, right. not that right. his are, but like people did lose money during that time too. Of course. Yeah. And, uh, he basically, I think one of them was like an open edition of like over a thousand. And I think the other one was over 700. And yeah. it's like, yeah, at that point they don't have value. So it was really yeah. smart for him to mm-hmm. do a burn kind of transition mechanic. Absolutely. And now yeah, those because- are more limited editions. Like I think he's down mm-hmm. to like a hundred ish of each. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. the Zed one was definitely one of those ones that, you know, uh, sold a whole lot of pieces. Yeah. And so like within the first like week or so of it being released, it went from, it was either 1250 for the original price or a thousand down to like 700 bucks, you know, which is sad to see. But yeah. then, yeah, it was a great it was a great way to, you know, uh, bring up the secondary sales. And now I mm-hmm. think the last one that was sold was like nine thousand dollars. Oh, know? yeah. No, they went Which up is crazy. That's great. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting, too, because it's very gamified to go about that mm-hmm. way. And like for myself personally, like I outside of one open, I'm very scarcity focused. So it's when I see that gamification, I find it so interesting because it feels almost more like, I don't know, like performance art than art proper, if that yeah, makes sense. I could see like that. It's very, I see that. Yeah. I'm still wrapping my brain yeah. around how I feel about it, if it's something I should do or not, because mm-hmm. it's so odd of a trend, I guess, is yeah. the way to say it. It kind of started with Mad Dog Jones doing something burn-related like way back mm-hmm. when, and then Fred mm-hmm. started doing it, and now it's like, I feel like almost once a week or every other week you hear about some crazy burn gamified experience to sell or get rid of things. And it's like, it's really cool. It's just overwhelming. And you never hear about that in the fine art world. You know, you it's like, no, it's, no, like it's very hey, sacrilegious. If you burn one of your pieces, I'll give you a new piece. Like, no, yeah, it's very sacrilegious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. It's, I think the way Fred way did it was there. good because it, there was just, it was such an excess. Like, it was yeah. so much of an excess, and it still didn't make that piece go extinct. It just brought right. it down to a more level playing field. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. It's a good way to get your stuff out there to have some sort of gimmick or gamification, even if it's not to that level. Even people oh, yeah. who do things like physical pieces that mm-hmm. come along yeah. with it or whatever it is, having a little something just helps you get noticed. I and I like. do like that. And 
lately also it's just crazy how I think someone had shared like a graph this was like three weeks ago now so it's probably outdated for all I know but it was like <laughs> 70% of, I think, crypto spending was only in collectibles. And it's like, oh. how many collectibles do you need? 70% of the entire market shopping is buying that? That's insane. That is insane. Yeah. I mean, it's also like, what's going to be the next big thing to hit? You know? Yeah, everyone got like so hypey. Board Apes, mm-hmm. for example. You know? I mean, who knew those were going to... Yeah. I mean, I had a feeling they were going to be pretty popular. But, yeah. like, I should have picked one up when it was... 0.1 ETH, you know? Yep. That's crazy. That's what uh, probably a lot of people do, too, is they see little things like that, and they're like, okay, I'm going to buy one of this, and one yeah. of this, and one of this, and one of those will become the next big trend. Yeah, yeah. and then the rest you know. is a failed investment, but, oh, well, you know, live right. and let learn, but... Yep. Yeah. Well, and some of these people have so much crypto money, yeah. it's nothing oh, to just God. buy a bunch of those. Yeah, you know, I've met some people who invested, like... When they were like early twenties or late teens, and they just bought a ton, and then now they're like oddly millionaires, and it's like, how? How are you so yeah. smart? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. virtual millionaires. Oh, yep. it's insane! Yeah. And then they all moved to Singapore to evade taxes. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's smart. <laughs> no, yeah, Singapore is where a lot of them go. It's they don't tax it. That's mm-hmm. interesting. That's interesting. Yep. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, EJ says, Hen, where you can actually afford to support your favorite artists. I know. <laughs> Hen is just yeah. such a pure experience. I really love him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's something funny. that's, like, tough to do, too, because you have all these collectors, and mm-hmm. you just can't compete. You just yeah. can't compete, right? Like, if I wanted to buy something, uh, luckily, we got some of yours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> especially at the beginning. Yeah. But, like, if something is, like, five grand, and it's a friend of mine, I'm like... Good for you. I wish I had yep. one, but I don't. And yeah. it's so nice to be able to find a way to support your friends yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. Absolutely. And, like, it's tough, too, because at the beginning, especially with, like, after the my second drops funds, which were very blessed, I, I was like, oh, yeah, buying all my friends' work. Like, I bought so much of Bill Ellis' stuff. It's, like, yeah. a bit too much. <laughs> Just kidding, Bill. I love him. But, um, <laughs> but it was, like, a thing now where it's, like, oh, I can't. That's, like, not economical. Like, I can't just keep... Yeah. Being like, you get a drop, and I get a piece, and this, and that. And it's like, I'm going to be on the streets with nothing but my JPEGs. Like, (laughs) I need to calm down. That's funny. (laughs) And we still got that number one piece. We do. That edition number one piece of yours. Oh, you guys got so lucky with that number. I know. I know it was yeah. it was so, so fun crazy. you should have seen how excited i was about that like <laughs> dave texted and he's like oh yeah we we won one because what we did was me ariev ej and dave we all went in separately and said all right we're each going to you know bid on all four of these and yeah. if we win one we'll split you know whatever the cost is of it mm-hmm. you know because we knew that the it was going to be hard to get one. And then Dave's like, oh, yeah, we, we got this number. And it's like, what? Yeah. No, <laughs> we that's great. About well, that. I didn't even look at that. I was just excited to get the piece. And I'm yeah. like, oh, we got it. And then we're like, well, which one? I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> number one. Yeah. yeah. So we're still holding on to that one for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, only, the only problem is that I transferred it over to Matt. Yeah. Uh, to hold on to and now i'm realizing well wait a minute i i don't have a piece so i can't i can't yeah. buy your piece yeah it's okay so he I'll, might have to transfer have, it back to I me i have for... two eternal flames i'll transfer you one oh, of yeah, them you so just... that you can pick up one of her pieces yeah. this there week. you go there you go yeah. also i'll be doing a giveaway of 10 pieces tomorrow uh eight eternal flames and two more bora bust uh on the nifty gate discord 
cool. So if anyone's on oh, the Nifty sweet. Gate Discord tomorrow at 2.30 PST, like it's basically an hour up until the drop, but I'll mm-hmm. be giving away 10 pieces total. Nice. Nice. That's yeah. cool. Well, let's do the drops this way, Matt. Let's start with Blake's piece. Okay. And then we'll go back. Yeah. Blake, so, so we can start uh, by uh, talking about it. Blake, the, the link that I have up here is the one, I think it was one that you were giving away to collectors that you posted on Twitter. Do you happen yeah. to... I don't know if is will this be one of the ones that you're uh, uh, selling or is this one only? So that was just a giveaway. Um, And Mm -hmm. it's it was me basically, especially because like we had discussed, like the market was really, really dry and bad for a while. And so like uh, giving away 10 pieces tomorrow of existing work uh, is one Mm -hmm. thing I wanted to do. I have one cheap drawing, which is. I'll go into in a bit, which is for people who have held or have works as yeah. well to enter. But then have, for that piece, do you have a link anywhere to some of the? I'm, oh, let yeah, me see if that's, they. That's one of my sneakily... biggest beefs with Nifty Gateway. <laughs> you should tell yeah. them this because <laughs> I really want to see the artwork ahead of time. You I know. know. Um, yeah. I don't, but I could give you guys a Dropbox link, and you could just like casually just show it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's, Let's do it that way. <laughs> but um, yeah. We'll we'll show the non-minted these like little virgin babies, but um yeah, hang on. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did I save it on my sloppy Dropbox? But um <laughs> yeah, no. So I'm gonna have uh that that flower piece is really just for me to say thank you to mm-hmm. collectors who, even though I think like most of them haven't collected my work, but it was more of just a way of being like you kept the market alive and like yeah. when there was drama and this and that you guys continued to support artists so it's for really sure. just giving back in like i guess a way that wasn't so direct of like people who have actually like bought my work personally mm-hmm. um so yeah that one is limited and then here is this fun little link where do i put it yeah in we you skype? can put it in the skype chat yeah okay. where the little puppy is the little pup <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah now my skype <laughs> is being dumb but yeah I can't find the yeah. chat. There we go. The uh, so we won't get in trouble for showing these, right? No, it's okay. our work. Okay. I'm allowed. Cool. I'm allowed to share everything today if I maybe. wanted to. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. cool. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, but so the affordable drawing will be 300 each. It's the cheapest thing I've sold ever outside of a giveaway on Hen. Um, and that'll be a key, and it's kind of referencing back to two keys I dropped in my first collection, Terra Futura. There will also be a one of one auction key. And then mm-hmm. for each of the busts, so right now you have a clay one pulled up. Um, those clays will be one of one awarded to the top bidder uh, for the Ooh. main pieces, which are those. Ooh. So those will each be ranked auctions, five editions. And the top bid will get both a clay one of one of that piece as well as a physical signed and certified print. That's cool. Thank you. Video here. There we go. And it's all scored yeah. by Marriott, who is an amazing human being, and I love their work so much. That's awesome. Let me go back. Okay, here. so the one for the collectors, you said that one's three hundred. No, the key will be yeah. The key so is three. Okay, every yeah. single thing in this drop is exclusive to collectors, and outside nice. of the key being three hundred, everything I wanted it to be very diplomatic, so it's all yeah. auction format. Very so nice. if people want to rob me, everyone bid a dollar and you win. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Dropbox is so weird. Sorry, I'm having trouble. With oh it, no, you're but. good. <laughs> there we go. 
But yeah, it was really fun yeah. to work on this. I went really crazy with ZBrush, which has been something yeah. I've been wanting to do for a long time. And this one was finally a project where I felt I was competent in it because I just lived in the program for a few weeks. How do you come up with your colors? Like uh, <laughs> a lot of your tears. Color, <laughs> your colors are absolutely incredible to me. I don't think anyone else in the industry does color like you do color. Oh my god, I'm going to go cry. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. It's like it, it, it's like the 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 Eternal Flame piece that I own is my absolute favorite NFT that I own. You know, Aww, thank I you. will never sell that piece. You know, that's why I own two so that I can sell <laughs> one and make a profit. And I do the other like one, I do like I your keep. scheme of like double dipping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually so believe I brought I bought three of those and one of them I have already sold. Nice. You know? But that was that was a long time ago. You know. I love the key. I'm trying to get Dropbox to load it here. I could <laughs> oh, have just downloaded you. these, I guess. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> oh, the idea, this will be an addition of 20. That's the $300 one. So that's like the, thanks, y'all are rad. I'm selling this cheapo. But yeah, uh, yeah with the keys, uh, between these two new ones and also the three I released back in December, I'm going to mm-hmm. slowly start doing a thing where at the end of every collection, I'll create a key. So mm-hmm. the next... Uh, world building oh, okay. s series i'm doing is called ouroboros and that when that series is over it'll have a key as well and the nice. uh over time depending on the rarity of the key whether it's a multi-editioned one or a one of one you'll get different tiers of almost like a patreon that's more exclusive like mm-hmm. i'll get back occasionally there will be exclusive events or things happening occasionally and it's just again like a different like membership tier level on patreon so that's just slowly happening with this drop making that concept come to fruition and that's mm-hmm. kind of a gamification that's, cool. that's a gamification yeah like, that's like, cool that's... it's like a baby step into it yeah yeah <laughs> for sure yeah you, you still, collect uh, all I the did keys have people you requesting... can unlock one one piece you know? Oh my god, if oh, someone oh, went that ham, yeah. I would have to do something special, right? because that would just be <laughs> insane, yeah. I'd have to, like, just design that person something insane, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I have had people ask if I would do a burn mechanic for the Eternal Flame, and I'm debating on it for a future thing, mm-hmm. but it, at the moment, it just still doesn't feel right, and I, I feel it's like I want to do it right piece. if I do it. It's such a pretty piece. It would be with the same intention as Fred, where it's like it's yeah. not to eradicate it; it's to consolidate it. Yeah, because there were yeah. there mm-hmm. was three hundred and nineteen of those made. Yeah, know? and so to bring that down to like a hundred ish would be really yeah. good. Um, yeah. So it's like I am entertaining <laughs> how to do that in the future, but it would be months away if and when yeah. I do it. James is saying you 3D print that key and it opens a, a door to a secret club in L.A. Yeah, definitely wow. wink wink. <laughs> That's totally how it works. <laughs> yeah. That's Just funny. open up a club in L.A. real quick. Yeah, yeah. What, one, yeah. One speakeasy coming up. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, you want to go into this list? You want to talk let's about this list it. a little bit? Yeah, let's go into the list. Okay, right. so for it. the Nifty Gateway Drops... Um, Today, uh, we've got Shams. Shams is doing a drop on Nifty, which is exciting. Fire. fire. Yeah, Very super fire. fire. <laughs> super I, lit. I, I love this one that she's done. Uh, this one's a collector's only drop. I don't mm-hmm. know if she has more. Uh, Nifty may have already posted Oh, you it. can see her page now. If not, I can put it in the chat if it's still sneaky. No, oh, it's I on their main it. page. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Here, yeah. Dave, I'll throw it in the chat. Gosh, Twitter's compression. Oh, my gosh. It's I know. the worst. 
Yeah. Um, let's what, see. What She's got three pieces. Um, it looks like. Um, mm-hmm. And you have to own like different things to access uh, each one. That's cool. And you have yeah. to have a validated account. So okay, which I do. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I think most cool. of them require you to be validated nowadays. That's good. Oh, I saw Elixir on TikTok last night. I think. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I think she posted it. Yeah. Yeah. So on here, I'm able to enter her keeper of keys because keys are a theme this week, folks. I was going to say, Elixir. wait a minute, is there something going on with this now? Like, is there? Are, I are think y'all it's like something. I think it's everyone just being like, how do we make more exclusive things that are also easy to keep track of? And so having like some kind of totem, like a crystal or a, mm-hmm. literally a totem or a key, because. Outside of that, Sam Madu did her demon keys, which are masks, but she calls them keys, and that's an exclusivity mm-hmm. thing. And then I'm doing the keys, and then Shams is doing the keys, and then Ness Graphics is doing the keys. So we all have keys this week. Wow, that's hmm. cool. That's it's weird. Cool. But it's cool that everyone's looks super different. Like it just shows yeah. how you can be so creative with the same general concept. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and Ness is the the next one on the list, yes. by the way. Uh, let's see. So Ness graphics, um, on the 18th. Um, I, I love, I love Ness's work. His so, detail yeah. is insane. Absolutely Look insane. Yeah. Like so good. I can't wait to pick up one of those. I pieces. don't remember. There was somebody I was talking to and it might have been him. I, I might be wrong about this, but there was somebody that was like super big that I was talking to about this stuff. And, and I was like, you got to come on the show. You got to come mm-hmm. on the show and talk to us about this. This is amazing. And whoever they were, I can't remember off the top of my head now, was like, well, I feel like I'm still a beginner and I need a little more time before I come on the show. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. All right. Yeah. You don't think you're that good yet. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember if it was, I don't remember who it was now. Yeah, but, I've got some yeah. love for Ness because Ness uh, was uh, the one piece that I posted on Foundation. He was the first person to bid on it. Oh, you know? very cool! And oh. it drove up the drove up the bidding, which was pretty cool. You know? Ness nice. seems like a really solid person. I briefly met uh, him for one of the uh, events the other week during the LA Art Show week. It was the Thirty Three Gallery. Mm-hmm. It was at the Dream Hotel in LA. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was like so cool to see how humble everyone is in real life. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Let's see. Okay. So after Ness, um, oh, why did I? You got Sam. Yeah. To lose Sam, your place. Uh, uh, Madu. Oh, you didn't put a name in the thing. Yeah. That's yeah. Why. Sam Madu. She's awesome. Yeah. I, I feel like she did a drop. Did she do a drop on uh, uh, Maker's Place or something the other day? I could be I... wrong. Don't know. I don't know. She's definitely dropped before on Nifty, but I okay. think she's mostly just been Nifty. Okay. Yeah, this one's good. I like this one. It's so, really cool. Uh, uh, second drop. That's on the nineteenth. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. demon keys yeah. that unlock secret yeah, the rewards. Keys. keys. Dem keys, though. Yeah. Dem keys. Dem keys. <laughs> De- demon keys, though. Yeah. Demon keys. Um, Dem on keys, dope. De- oh my gosh! <laughs> so uh, the next one that Dad I jokes. have on my list, uh, there was a couple others, but you know, my whole thing is if people don't post any of their work or like promote uh-huh. themselves at all on Twitter, then I'm not gonna 
promote that i've got no reason to promote you got nothing to show i got nothing to show uh, so unless i specifically know them like for example on the 21st um philip hodas is doing a uh a drop a a collab with thank you x which uh i if you know uh philip's work i mean you know it's it's gonna be good so i'm excited to see that i don't have a link for it but that one's on the 21st what were you saying you what were you saying some of what now was it what what? Well, Blake was saying something. Oh, I was going to say on the 20th, the one that's very vague and hasn't been marketed yet because, spoiler yes. alert, I'm part of that too. Oh, okay. Is, uh, is, um, it's going to actually be a collaborative drop with Fuck Render, Jason Abayer, and myself. Well, so, there you go. Yeah. Okay. So the 20th, See, and I that's can't important. Speak on that's it important for that. us to be able to, like, you know, show on the show. Like, I know, but we're actually still finishing the art today because it's we're all just so busy. Like Fred had his yeah. fuck crystals that took over. Jason's been doing an insane like video game level client thing, and mm-hmm. for myself, I'm just like juggling people. So yeah, yeah. Hmm. Matt's but, just like, don't they know we need this? For don't the they show? know? Yeah, come on. <laughs> Listen, if you want to come here and do my work for me, I am uh-huh. accepting that. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I just wish if you could put me in in contact with someone from Nifty, it would be awesome because I would love to be able to talk to them personally and be like, hey, you know, get me your schedule ahead of time so that if so your social it. media person forgets to post on Monday morning, I will actually have something that I can. Say. Yeah. yeah. And then all you know? four viewers that we have yeah. will be able to all get that four information. <laughs> our show. We'll be so able to modest. see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, so. it is. Uh, I, I wonder if maybe it's also because sometimes artists run behind and it's like, oh, God forbid we post the schedule and then an asset that isn't in. Very um, well could be it as I well. I kind of assume it's that because sometimes mm-hmm. it like for me, uh, for my drop is tomorrow. I finished the last thing yesterday because, again, like there was some days last week where I was like, I have a visualizer I'm working on and I can't just do this drop. And, you know, you have yeah. to exchange days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes, that makes sense. sense. So and you got some um, Maker's Place drops this week, too. Yeah, there's four Maker's Place drops. So the first one is Pascal Blanche um, uh, doing a piece called Space Pixies. Um, this one's cool. I love the... Mm. the it's it's very pretty. I love the use of colors. I love the, the illustrative stuff. You know, uh, very good. Mm-hmm. Illustrative. Illustrative. <laughs> yeah, that color <laughs> is so vibrant. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I in, like the in, word in, illustrative. It's in, more fancy. In, yes. in TV school, they told us never use red. Red bleeds. You know, Wait. that was back it on makes old people hungry was, too. It was back on old CRT monitors. You know, huh. like mm. you couldn't you couldn't use red, otherwise it would just bleed all over the screen. You know, when they Crazy. upgraded to LCDs and stuff like that, you're totally fine to use red all you want. I learned hmm. something. There you go. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, we've got uh, Hans Hummel uh, for the Garden of Memory, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, hit play, Dave. It? I can't remember. <laughs> oh, I this one was beautiful. I thought the work was oh, really man. well done, and the 3D w- looked oh, very, is... very pretty. You wow. know, really, really like that. Dang. Right? Holy crap. That's a lot of detail. That is a yeah. lot of detail. So Gosh, I was really happy so much with this one. Like, work. that looks great. So the pieces that's are intense. really, really good. Really well done. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. Right? Ooh. That is freaking amazing. I do recognize this piece right here in the middle, though. Mm-hmm. 
from, oh, was that uh, from, uh, from mega scans mega scans yeah that's yeah i was about to say scans. definitely some mega scans <laughs> yeah that's one of their pillars Ah, ah, I see what you did there. Hey. It's my dorpy here. <laughs> um, next up, we've got Lush Sucks. Um, uh, so Hans and Lush Sucks are doing uh, their drop on the 18th. Um, this one's called I Miss Bell. So this is um, like a... What oh, is that's it? a YouTuber. Oh, not Belle Delphine. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> scroll oh, up a little bit, Dave. so Does creepy. it come with bath so water? It says, uh, uh, no, no, scroll back down. Sorry. There's a oh. description on the piece. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Uh, the quintessential e-girl and purveyor of fine bath waters. Bath water, plus yeah. Plus a special burn party. So, I don't know. That uh, could be That could be interesting. So. Uh, that girl's problematic. I will not be partaking in that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, the bathwater. How So, weird. Lush Sucks, I think, recently did a drop on Nifty Gateway a few weeks ago, too. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, He's pretty active in general. He drops a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Australian artist, right? Has Bella Porch done yeah. an NFT yet? I have no idea. I feel like she would be in the NFT scene. No idea. No idea. So, um, next up is Dawsbrack. I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly. Um, this one is called Screen Icons. Um, Guess is Irish mine. artist hailing from Cork. Cork, apparently. Oh, yeah. Oh, this that's fun. Cool. Super. Yeah. Oh, like, they're like bed. caricatures nice. or whatever. Yeah. Of, like all these famous scenes from movies and stuff like that. Uh, really cool. good work. I, I, I like it. I think it's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Really unique so. style. Like, yeah. Procreate, probably. I think so. I think it's probably Procreate. So, I don't know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Really good stuff. Any more? That's it. That's uh, That's all I've got for the drops this week. Um, If anyone has any drops that they're dropping, make sure to send us info at mograph.com. We'll talk about it on the show. Community drops. Um, Do we have any community drops, Dave? We do. Oh, we do. This is from Raj the Goat. Raj the Goat. The Goat. Raj the Goat. (laughs) Jelly feels. Jelly feels, and this was uh, this was actually on the thirteenth. It was in between shows, so I I talked to him like I think right after the show last week. I was, I was like send it over, and uh, so make sure you check out Jelly Feels. I don't know the information on uh, how many like how many there are. I don't know if it's one or whatever it is, but mm-hmm. uh, go check it out, and uh, we'll put a link to all of these NFTs in the show notes. Yep. So, um, yeah. let's see. I was going to ask you something, Blake, and now I don't remember yeah. what it is. Um, you've collected a bunch of NFTs yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. I they're I think they're all pretty much plugged into try sh- my sh- Showtime. So try Showtime.com. Okay. So you can see because I love that you can also see stuff from different wallets. So it's like my Tezos stuff and my like ETH stuff is cool. all in there. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's neat. So There's let me ask you about this because this is this is something that uh, Dave and I were talking about because buying fine art you can mm-hmm. technically write off a hundred percent of the purchase price that you paid for it. Mm-hmm. I'm I don't know if you've if you've talked to your accountant or anything or if you have my accountant any... literally was like I don't get this find a crypto person <laughs> so <laughs> oh, I am hunting funny. I am hunting very hard for how to figure this out yeah, um, because yeah. I'm, from the way I understand it art is technically considered an investment you know yes. whether you hold on to it and stuff like that 
uh, versus like if you display it in your house, it's if it's right. like considered decoration, then it's not considered, you know, mm. uh, mm-hmm. uh, one that you can write off because it's I, I don't know. It's it's really interesting when you go into it. But like oh, being no, able yeah. to write off all the art that you or we have bought, you know, would be a really interesting thing. I hope that's the thing. I mean, obviously, I know for a fact when you sell, you pay taxes on that. Of course, yeah. you take in whatever the ETH value is, unless you're doing it through fiat, but you take in whatever the ETH value is, and that's how you calculate how much you owe on taxes off how it's appreciated or depreciated. Yeah. But as for just, like, buying and holding, I literally have no idea. I've heard mixed reviews. I don't know if it varies per country, per state. It seems like it's a very much a thing where all the U.S., well, all the governments are like, we want this money, but how do we tax this money? Right, so right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not very sure at this moment. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting thought. Yeah. Interesting I hope thought. it's right offable. It'd be way better. <laughs> it's hard enough to find a good accountant, let, let alone one that understands all this crypto craziness. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to go to jail because I accidentally tax evaded. Like, I'm pretty right. dumb. Like, just tell me how much I pay you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I know. I know. It's stupid. It's it, like, here's what's dumb. I, I don't know. I, I When I sold my Beeple, you know, I built into the price that I was selling it for the taxes that I would have to pay. That's smart. It, yeah, that's know? really smart. So that that money's just sitting in a uh, account gaining interest, you know. <laughs> Honestly, so. the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, Dave, I just posted uh, Andy. Andy Needham hit me up and just uh, said, I know you're doing the drop right now, but Ariev and I are featured in a drop this week. Uh, playing arts dot uh playing arts.com uh their crypto edition oh there's a lot of good artists on this yeah he says drop is this thursday so this a deck of playing cards featuring works of 55 leading artists oh that's interesting that's really cool that's super cool so i like that yeah i like that too what do you is there like a game what do you do with this i have a feeling it's going to be one of those exclusivity things again like yeah. where it, down the road having it gets you something. Ooh. Yeah. Look at this. This is yeah. Because if you yeah you got a straight flush, then that <laughs> means uh, yeah. There's okay. a lot of good artists in here though. It's great to see so many familiar names. Yeah. Seriously. This is an interesting concept here. That is cool. Mm-hmm. That is. Cool. I like the slow reveal as well. Right. I'd like to have a. I'd like to have like physical version of this yeah that would, right? that would be really cool that would be rad that would be so cool you got all your friends art as playing cards oh man how cool is that yeah, yeah. that is cool wow this is really cool okay i'll bookmark that and put that in the show notes yeah Drops in three days totally wow that's that's cool uh see Blake, another was, gamification type thing yeah that's really cool yeah uh, another thing i was gonna ask you about uh talk to me about your involvement in uh this uh 888 uh oh yeah stuff. oh yeah yeah that for thing. sure <laughs> no. oh yeah that thing. Uh, yeah, oh, that. yeah uh yeah, yeah. so um Basically, it's going to be on a coin that uh, I believe it's just called Flare, um, but it's okay. from an old coin that they're basically doing new contracts, whatever the hell with, and refreshing and re-releasing. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like it because it's had some difficulty relaunching. Like I think they're still like working out kinks that mm-hmm. it has pushed the platform launch date back because originally we were looking at like 
I, this July was months and months ago. Right? Yeah, it was July. Yeah. And now we're like, okay, September-ish. But um, once those kinks, because those are all back-end and have nothing to do with me, right. are settled, then me and a handful of folks are all taking on different roles to try to make a very artist-curated and art-for-artist platform. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be working with uh, Malavita, the super colorful, amazing rainbow designer queen mm-hmm. and we're going to uh curate women talents uh nice. there uh, there's nice. a um there's people like david aria he's going to be i think focusing on i think it was like motion graphics or something mm-hmm. there's going to be a guy doing photography curation there's going to be one cool. for film okay. uh so it's going to be very varied and obviously it's not black and white either like if i am like oh i think this woman artist is really dope but i'm not familiar with photography for example then right. i can talk to that curator and we can have like these kind of like more collaborative discussions on like oh should this person go into like of the three tiers which is like kind of everyone people that are a little higher brow like in the field where by higher brow i mean they just have more of a portfolio or a resume behind their right, work gotcha and then the top tier is like a one day every once in a while drop which is the most exclusive because obviously it's not crowding the space and there's only so many days in a year or a week so that's like the most intense one but uh it should i think it'll be really honestly healthy because my big critique And still, my big critique for almost all these platforms is there's some really questionable curation at times. Mm -hmm. And it's not to be in a way that's like, oh, this is good or this is bad and it's black and white. But like copycats or people that rip people off Mm -hmm. or people that are minting tutorials. And like that, there's no place for that. Like that's not being subjective. That's objectively frowned upon. Like that's not good. And so I'm really excited that it is such a heavy initiative going into curation and different genres and identities of curation, because that should, between all those brains together, gatekeep out any of those folks who are a little sus or sketchy and that kind of make Mm -hmm. it seem like a not so great marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at now. It's kind of just still early because of the fact that we got to wait on that coin that it's going to be based off of. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, that coin Mm. will be greener, just similar to Tezos. It's a green Mm -hmm. one versus ETH, which has uh, clearly still a footprint to improve upon. And then uh, on top of that, it should just be kind of cool to see the different tier structures so people can feel like there's a place for them wherever. And it'll Mm -hmm. be easier to discover new artists that way, too. Totally. That's cool. Yeah, it should be really fun. The website did great. Obviously, like the trailer was super sick that David mastered Mm -hmm. and all that. So they, they, I really have been uh, thankful that they've been really precious and not trying to just speed run and launch things before they're ready. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's there's there's that kind of urgency that I think, especially back in like February. Oh yeah, March. Like mm-hmm. everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, we have to!" Anyone who was going to launch a platform is like, "We got to do it now." Yeah, and it's like, just take your time. It's yeah. fine. It'll and you right. know, you saw some things that got super intense heat or hate, uh, whether they were projects or platforms, etc., because they didn't have yeah. the customer service ready. They didn't work right. out the kinks yeah. of how failed transactions would do. So yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, make sure you don't piss off people on day one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's that, it's good to not do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I do want to mention that Andy uh, mentioned in the chat here. There, it, there are physical cards. Yes. Oh, that's this, awesome. By the by. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to get yeah. that. Right. Uh oh. Look who it is. <gasps> How's it going? <laughs> oh my god! How cursed! How's everybody doing? 
We're good. So, Blake, I was hoping that maybe you could put in a good word for me with Parrot's Hilton's dog, Princess. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure she's single. She's yeah, waiting yeah, I, for you. I, I saw her at a bar once. It was called the Doggy Door. But I didn't want to intrude because she was hanging out with her friends and kind of seemed like she was uh, having a ball. Oh, oh bump, boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, I didn't want to come across as a creepster because I was a bit uh, shih tzu faced. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know she's a pedigree and probably way out of my league, but if you could just tell her I'm a big fan and I'd love to hang out sometime, even if we could just like do an NFT collab or something, that would be great. Okay, <laughs> I, I got you, Dorpy. You good. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye, as my cat leaves too. <laughs> Speaking of, that actually brings up, we've got, we got a few more minutes, you know, before we mm-hmm. got to hop off. But I, I would love to hear more about the story with the collaboration with you and Paris Hilton. Like, how did that yeah. come to being? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I saw interviews with y'all together and like, that's so cool. Like, that's, that's cool. It was that's really cool, like, yeah. That's I like geeked out getting to see to that little on. puppy mansion in real life. I was like, yes, uh-huh. please. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so it, God, this was like back in January or February. I don't even remember because time is a construct. Mm-hmm. But um, it was uh, my producer at the time, Ashley, uh, who's now been promoted. So I have a different producer. Um, she reached out and she was like, hey, like, there's a really cool female person that would like, that you probably know the name of, that would like to uh-huh. collaborate. And it was pretty vague, um, but I was like, ah, like, I'm really busy with client work right now. Like, I really can't, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, a week goes by, and she comes back, and she's like, hey, this person just is so-and-so. And and she's like, it's Paris. And she's like, and Mm -hmm. she just really, really wants to work with you. Um, Is there any way, you know, I don't want you to feel stressed like you have to, but I just thought that I would express that this is, like, a very genuine interest. And I was like, oh, that's, like, really flattering that, you know, it's not just being like, oh, pick someone else, like, I'm busy. And then I was like, oh, that's really flattering. And my knowledge of her was really just that she was always in the spotlight and Mm -hmm. had pretty gracefully handled a lot of stuff compared to, like, the Britney Spears, the Lindsay Lohan eras where that spotlight mm-hmm. could really ruin them in my yeah. opinion she always handled it pretty gracefully and yeah. so um i was like yeah that sounds good googled her name was like yeah she seems like she's just a businesswoman nowadays so that's cool too and mm-hmm. then um we started having weekly meetings we emailed we had whatsapp to get each other like it was really fluid where it was just really conversational she mm-hmm. had like printed out like actual like instagram screenshots and like had taped them to poster board to like share her mood board which uh-huh. was like the purest thing nice. ever like i was like squealing <laughs> at how like sweet and lovely that was uh-huh. um and yeah it was just kind of like starting with just being like how can we you know take what i love to do which is very escapism like and fuse that with her concept and her concept was about empowering and like, cause mm-hmm. she has PTSD from a lot of situations and stuff. And we're like, you know, creating like this very safe feminine moment um, with the pieces and it was fun as hell. And then yeah. I don't remember if it was her idea or my idea, but we were like, we got to get a dog in there. And the Chihuahua sculpt was <laughs> right. like my favorite thing. I was like, the dog has to happen. That's uh, funny. But yeah, it was just really fluid. Like it was genuinely just chatting almost mm-hmm. every day, meeting once or twice because it was pre-vaccine and we didn't want to yeah. be irresponsible. So we really right. kept that minimal. Yeah. But um, yeah, just being able to 
work with someone on a much more personal level. Like it didn't feel, it felt like a collab and not like a yeah. client right. brief. Yeah. Because we were both hearing yes. each other and working forward with that. And that was really fun. Yeah. There's those collabs that it's like, oh, so-and-so and this artist are doing this thing, mm-hmm. this music and, and artist collab. And it's like, okay, well, they actually have nothing to do with each other and they never even spoke in person. It was just like their people saying, hey, will you make a thing and send it? Like, yeah. she's so into it. And, she was and I didn't very into this. it. Yeah. Like when we were yeah. there, because we did like one of her like podcast steps, me and Ashley went there to do that just to talk about the process uh, for, I guess, her audience uh, in mm-hmm. that sense, because so many people were still uneducated at the time of what it really was. And even then it was just like, she was just all ears of like, anytime there was information where she was learning about the NFT market or the crypto space, she was like, oh yeah, like repeat that. Oh, okay. This. And she even made like a funny jingle of like ABC. It's as easy as NFT. And it was just like a really like fun, like pure time. But it was like, wow, she's like genuinely passionate about this. It's not like some collabs or not collabs uh, where They drop, they make their money, they disappear, and then they're like middle fingers right. to the air. Yeah. So. Right. It's I, just the money grab. And, and she's And there so, are those like, people, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's funny is, so I was watching one of your live streams, you know, when you were just hanging out on Twitch, live streaming, and someone was talking about collabs, and, and this was before the Paris stuff was announced, you know? Yeah. And you, I remember you asking, how do y'all feel about collabs? Cause that I'm, was me uh, testing the water. Yeah. 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 Which I realized that after the fact. And, you know, I was like, hmm, who's she collaborating with? You know, yeah. like who who would be a good collaboration with Blake Catherine? And when it was announced that it was Paris Hilton, it was like, perfect. You cannot <laughs> get more of a perfect collaboration between two people, you know, and, and I, she's I thought, just so I chill great. too like she really is like I, I mean i'm not gonna she calls herself a tomboy but i was like honestly it doesn't seem like a lie when i was like yeah. hanging out with her i was like she's chill she hangs she can be a mm-hmm. dudette so it was yeah. like great that it was also like because i am not a very bubbly-esque person which is like her <laughs> on-screen persona quite often uh-huh. and it was great right. that it was like oh no we're like get along very well super relaxed like yeah. we'll get a beer with you yeah yeah that's, cool. that's the thing. That's what makes the collaboration work. Yeah. There and and the other thing is that educating your audience. If you're not like an uh, an NFT artist who has NFT followers mm-hmm. and and are following you for being an artist, anyone else who's getting into NFTs has to educate their audience about yeah. what the NFTs are, or yeah. they're not going to buy them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, Absolutely. I don't know what that is. Yeah. How do I do that? A meta MetaMask? Like, yeah, oh, it takes a second. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so genuine. And, and a couple of years ago, um, before NFTs, I remember seeing some video on YouTube or something that was talking about Paris Hilton in general. Mm-hmm. And you would think, like any movie star or celebrity that you see, oh, well, they've got millions of followers. You know, they're mm-hmm. a celebrity. And the video I saw was talking about how connected she actually is with her audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so some of that you could see when the NFT thing came around. Because um, she's educating herself on NFTs. She's Mm -hmm. educating other people on NFTs, Mm -hmm. and she's totally into it. It's not the generic collab, money grab, and I'm out type thing. So that's what also seemed to me that to make this a more genuine collaboration just all around. 
And she's no also uh, signed on to be a leadership role at the 888 platform as well. Mm-hmm. So it's oh, like cool. she's very much still yeah. has her like feelers all up in the space. And I, I think she's working on another collab right now. I promise this time it's not me, though. <laughs> <laughs> this time I'm not pretending to like not be doing something but um (laughs) yeah no it's cool it's inspiring to see because like also one thing that i would love to see more of in the nft space isn't just visual artists like i'd love to see musicians and poets uh film directors etc like i'd love to see it become a more omnipresent kind of uh space and so to see people that aren't just visual artists having a passion for it and getting into it is really great yeah yeah i agree i agree any other NFT-related things that we want to talk about before we wrap up today? Um, support the base this week, and Ness is cool, too, so support that dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, I'm very excited for your drop. I'm very excited. Oh, thank yep. you. Yeah. I'm a little... Yeah, I'm always right. nervous, but I think it's also just because I am super desk riddled yeah. right now like i can't yeah. leave my desk yeah. so well, it's like i'm I'll, always online right now we appreciate you taking a couple hours out of your yeah. life your busy oh, schedule no, in always, order to hang out with always. us you know yeah so super excited for camp mograph and to hang in real life yes yeah. it's gonna yes. be fun it is i'll be a be green fun. band too so people can hug me yeah yeah, yeah. There green we go. bands <laughs> Matt, you want to play us out of this show? Yeah, um, if you or anyone you know uh, in the industry has a drop coming up, make sure to email us info at at mograph.com. We will shill your work on the show. Um, Other than that, uh, make sure and listen to us every week. Let's get back to the regular show. Woo! Is this the fucking mic? This is exactly what I should be doing. Rock on. Blake, thank you so much for being on the show. Super excited to hang in person. Um, Yeah. Uh, Super excited for your drop. In a few weeks. Yeah, man, it's only a few weeks away. Mm -hmm. I'm so pumped. Uh, Get all that work done so you can just like completely... Uh Shut shut it off and relax. I am yes. going to just be a beautiful vegetable that whole week. <laughs> I'll speak to people, but I will be very horizontal. <laughs> uh, bring bring the the old t shirts and the sweats. And yes, just, yeah. You know, we need to fi- we need to buy some of those like out cheap hammocks that I was you can to string say, across to like yeah. uh, to uh, to trees and stuff. That would be awesome. That would be. I cool. should bring that a would, hammock. Yeah. I'm glad this discussion came up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, make make sure you're ready for ultimate relaxation. Yes. Ah, yeah. it's gonna be I good. will. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. Boom. Uh, if if people want to find you, I'm pretty sure they know where to find you, but just in case, where can they find you on the internet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just my name spelt as exotically as it is typed below my face and uh <laughs> Yeah, it is any social. I'm pretty much there, except for Reddit, where I have not my name. So, but who oh, follows yeah. people on Reddit? That's weird. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you're not supposed to give out that name. Yeah, yeah, it's secret. Oh, right. No one yeah, knows yeah. all the anime That's shit true. I'm liking. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, uh, but yeah, Twitter, Instagram, I'm most active on. Uh, Discord, TikTok, you name it. I'm, I'm there. I'm very cool. online. <laughs> cool. Well, we're going to get out of here. You can rate us on iTunes, leave a review. You can also subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. That really helps get our ratings up. We appreciate that. Share with your friends. Tell your friends about the show. Yeah, totally. If you like it. If you don't like it, then 
you know. Uh, you can subscribe <laughs> to our newsletter. That goes out every once in a while, usually every month. I was mm-hmm. a little late this month. Too much going on. Uh, my, my tutorial was very behind, yeah. but it's there now. And uh, you can say you've been there, done that, got the t-shirt with the MoGraph logo tee, the Paul Bab, mm-hmm. Feel the Bab 2020 shirt, all the profits from that go to Doctors Without Borders. Vintage. The Render Things t-shirt, hoodie, and long sleeve tee. I just actually ordered a Render Things uh, hoodie because I did not have the hoodie version of it. I wanted to get that for camp. And uh, so I ordered one of those. You can get the That Render is Fire shirt. You're only wear. Uh, you're only allowed to wear that, ironically. Unless, unless you're, you're shams. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the MoGraph Blandishment shirt. I, I will say that there were some broken links on the, the merch yeah. page, and nobody said anything for months, so I'm guessing people really haven't been going to get shirts. But it's all working now. It's all working now, so now you can pick up your shirts. <laughs> yeah. And I will say that if you go on there, the, the Render Wars shirt that we had going around uh, mm-hmm. from Grayscale Gorilla... Um, that one is available now as mm. well. We just figured we'd throw that up there because we had it in our library anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah, get you some shirts. And you can check us out online. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, mm-hmm. and com. I think Matt and I are going to actually do our first collaboration yes. TikTok yes. today yeah. or tomorrow or whenever we can find the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got my lights get on that right viral. now. I could do that. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So follow us on all of the things. Make sure you send us an email. Let us know what you want to hear about on the show. Info at MoGraph.com. And mm-hmm. uh, that about wraps it up. So until next time, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And I'm Blake. Have a good one. Later, yo. Peace. Pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, Seagraph, HalfRes, and local meetups. Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. we got to stop this thing, Rick! It's going to kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame, frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put in a reflection, and gorgeous! Branch into new software, learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Yeah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it!
We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.